<laughs> it would be a wolf, but eh? Good evening, good morning, hello everyone, whenever you're listening to this, this wonderful Wolves Fancast preview show, part of the 90 Mean Football Network. Yes, the rare occasion that it's me, Stu, hosting tonight, because Danny's, he's got a few sniffles, so he's cried off. So, <laughs> let's um, let's not beat around the bush, this is the truth. We are here as truthful beings, of course. Uh, with me tonight is Jafo and Josh. Have you um, come back down to earth yet? <laughs> From the weekend, no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know you're a, you're a, a smiley personality, anyway, Josh. But I know me and Jeff talked about it on Sunday. But can you just go away the, the the feelings of elation in your body at full time? Oh well, it was... two, two minutes to full time. Let's just say that I, I don't know. It was something that I feel like I haven't experienced in ages. I think I don't know. Like Wolves have beat big six teams, and but we've never battered him like that and it was just so and it was crucial you know Everton just beat Arsenal you're thinking pressure's right back on but I'm just five minutes you know turned up as well I was like they're going to come back to us now you know we're going to pay for the second <laughs> half but we just we kept in there don't really give nothing up did we and the goal was just the Neves goal was like the ultimate I mean that's the best moment oh it's up there with one of the best moments since we've come back to the Premier League isn't it like you could argue Doherty against City, maybe, but that's up there in like the top three or four for me. Yeah, easily. Enough. Go on. What was you going to say, Jafar? No, no, just agree with him. It's up there. It's um, it, it was special. It, it, it felt like the beginning of Lopetegui's mm. like real reign, and and everything seems to be moving forward now. And and it seems like the ghost of Lars is dying slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with every passing week that goes by, that man looks like an absolute cancer on this club. <laughs> and oh, worse than that. From, I know we've got over it over and over again, but since you brought him up, from from a relative point of strength as well, and then you had the Hoover thing, to blow up so spectacularly and, and ruin everyone as he did, it's just remarkable. And like, you don't, he doesn't get mentioned by anyone, does he? All the, the jobs that have come up recently and more than likely on Sunday morning as well. Um, <laughs> the, well, they were in for him, weren't they? Remember? So, did you see what he said yesterday in an interview? He's, he's talked to someone. He said the day he got sacked by Wolves, a Premier League team approached him. No, what, what was this on? Uh, is it transfer market or something like that? Um, I'll see if I can get the interview and I'll link it to you. But he was on there and he said uh, he got the day he got sacked, someone else went in for him. Might have been Southampton, might have been Forest, because at the time they was looking for a new man. Like, as in, there was on the edge sort of thing, Hassan Utel and Cooper. So it might have been one of them too. Well, Southampton would... I'm sure Southampton would link with him at some point um, before we appointed him. So it, it wouldn't surprise you, would could it? Could very well be. No, could very well be. I mean... <laughs> Has forgetting Bruno Large and the, and the farce that he is talking about another farce and what kind of happened in the week since the Liverpool game? Have you been surprised you felt by it all? Because we had Klopp throwing his toys out the pram as he will, and like he had a proper moan up today, day again, and talking about how he doesn't like doing interviews because it's not fair because they ask him actual questions when they lose <laughs> and when everything's all rosy, they just want to talk about how dominant they are, but other than the Totally Football Show that I've listened to anyway, it's all been about Liverpool, which you understand, but at the same time, it seems a bit over the top and a bit like Wolves don't matter. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I look at it from a different point of view. I, I don't mind that they don't talk about us because I'd rather them not talk about us. I'd rather what we do go under the radar, you know, and, and we, we keep surprising teams the way we, what, like we did against Liverpool. And at the end of the day, I mean, you just got to look at it from a from a cult 
you know, a, a financial perspective, you know, Liverpool have a lot more fans than us. They've got a lot more reach. Mm. If they talk shit about Liverpool, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get more interactions. You know, if it's talk sport, they're gonna get more phone calls. That you know, they're gonna get more more traffic to their pages. So they're doing it for financial gain more than anything and and, and reach. But because you know we haven't got that sort of uh, sort of Mexico and Italy because we're massive there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know we haven't got much. Uh, yeah, comparative to Liverpool, so it doesn't really surprise me. I'm not really bothered. Like I no. said, not, not too fussed. I mean, you're kind of used to it now at this point. I mean, it was more a case of like Everton got all the praise, and where, yeah, that they, they beat the um, the team top of the league, but still, Everton. Are, I know Everton is probably bigger than Wolves in a traditional sense, but yeah. and obviously it's the Deutsch effect and everything like that. But I think, like Josh said, the the size and magnitude of that victory just seemed a bit too too big to just brush under the carpet of Liverpool being shit again. But maybe this I know. Is just I me. think also though, I think it was a case of the poor run of form Liverpool have been in. But it, look, it's also really annoying because you've got I don't know if you saw it. Is it the lad who does uh, the team of the week on BBC Sport? Is it Gareth Crooks or something like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then. He put is it Neves <laughs> in his team of the week and proceeded to talk just about Liverpool. It's it's annoying and stuff like that because it feels like we didn't get the praise we quite deserved for for how well we played. And I think we was you know we was brilliant. Um, if uh, you'd have watched if Newcastle or Everton had put that performance in against Liverpool, they'd have mm. been well fantastic. You know Everton brilliant, but what can you do? I'd rather take the three points than all the headlines. Yeah. Totally, yeah. and I mean, since you you've only just gone through puberty, Josh, you wouldn't remember the um the, <laughs> the, the, the glory days of Garth Crooks when he was actually on TV, and he the man has never spoken a sensible word in his entire life <laughs> as, as a broadcaster. He's a he's, he's a very on, he used to be on story, yeah, he, but he used to be on he used to be like prime on on football focus, wasn't he? And who, like, who is he? He used to, he You're like an ex-footballer. Yeah, he used to play for Spurs. Was it Spurs? I think so, yeah. One of the Chelsea. Uh, that about Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Someone in yeah, He's just a very strange man. <laughs> and so, um, nev- like, all I know, I'm off his uh, final score and stuff like that. Yeah, if you go... With the, I'm I'm guessing the Garth Cooks compilation videos are available on YouTube to go and have a laugh at. Because <laughs> he, he, he was one of them where... I mean, he's team of the week. He's just that. He's just ramblings of a madman, but... In print rather than <laughs> coming out of his mouth, but we're not talking about Liverpool anymore, are we? They're, they're to the past, well, the next three weeks anyway. Say. Let's talk about the form team of the league, <laughs> Southampton. And I mean, where do you even start? Um, what did you think of him before he went there, Jafel? Because you're more clued up on these things from a skating point of view than both of us here. For, at Luton, he seemed like he had a, an idea what he was doing. And this is Nathan Jones, obviously, we're talking about. Yeah. Has he completely lost the plot? I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's obviously got the nose, and, and I, I respect him for taking the job at Southampton. It was probably not the right job at the right time. Um, and uh, you mean, you look at it, you look at what he's doing and in the transfer window. He had a good transfer window, he signed some very, very good players. You know, he's taking the risk because they come from the Belgian league and they come from Liga, but they've done well and, they're, they're, and they're, as a club, they've done they've done really really well. But the problem is compared to Southampton to Luton, is that he had a lot more control at Luton over who he could bring in uh, player wise. At Southampton, like most modern day Premier League clubs, is done by a transfer transfer consortium. Um, you know, and, and and a bunch of people make that decision. It's one of those. They've done well with it in the past, but he's willing to spend money. And um, I mean, you've got to look at Southampton from a different point of view now because they're still in that, this weird transitional ownership because the, the the original owner, we've got to remember, did die and he got passed over to his wife and that never really got flattened out. And she's not really interested in football. So the investment really ain't there. But yeah, to go back to circle back to Nathan Jones, he's very good coach, very good coach. But he seems to have just gone 
feeling the stress of it. And I mean, Josh talks about interviews with coaches and stuff earlier. And then Nathan Jones has done one today saying he could have had a normal life. He could have married a Welsh girl. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and I think I saw teacher, that. Yeah. In a PE teacher. I was like, what are you on about? Tell the bro yeah. what you're doing, man. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got that quote here. I could, I'm not doing the accent because they'll come, and, they'll come at me, won't they? I could have stayed in a mining community, been a PE teacher, and had a nice life, married a nice Welsh girl, beautiful. I don't. I want to test myself on every level, and that's nothing against Welsh women. I want to test myself. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? It's it's bizarre and like it is ramblings of a man who's, who's completely and utterly stressed out. You know, he seems like he's not in control. It seems very similar to I don't know. The, the, the spirit, we could mirror what the way we were when Sellers was here and at the end of the lager rain and when you you saw like the tactics board and stuff like that. It just seems to be mirrors. Southampton. He doesn't he doesn't seem to be totally in control of the way that team set up and played. And yeah, well, I don't I think understand. He's stories out. Nathan Jones, he so he was at Luton, wasn't he? Then did he go to Stoke? Yeah, yeah he went he back just to Luton. I think sometimes some people just fit clubs, don't they? Like they just mm-hmm, fit mm-hmm. certain clubs and certain like regimes. And I wonder if it's the same thing. But what I understand is why did Southampton pick him? Like, yeah. surely there was, was far a, better options out there. It was a cheap, cheaper option. I think. I think the the, the options out there was mm-hmm. just the salaries that would have been on on offer and and people would have come in and said okay i'm gonna i want guarantees of this much transfer budget and yeah he He's didn't really have that, too much push you know um and yeah. it, it, it's, it's very similar to like you say about being a phase that fits you could art back to when eddie Howe was at bournemouth originally and he left to go to burnley and mm-hmm. it just didn't yeah. work out for him and went back to, to bournemouth great again well as great as great can be it's just yeah. one of them, isn't it? Like you look at him, and I think the you know they've established themselves in the Premier League, and they've had a few different managers, and they're not a bad club, are they? They're just, you know, I think if they lose to us, I think he will get the sack. But then, where do they go? Then do they go? They've just spent all this money. Are they going to go flock and an Allardyce type, or are they going to order the you know another progressive manager? It's really hard to say. But they've only picked up like three or four points since he coming since he coming off, and he's got one Premier League win. So it's all set, in, set up for them to beat us 1-0 tomorrow, eight, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff that's that he's coming out with, I know a few people mentioned it, especially last night. I mean, Danny Peace put it in the comments here, so I'll bring it up here. It's just, it's madness. I knew I wasn't brilliant as a player, but I was the <laughs> fittest human being in history. <laughs> I thought, I'm going to cling on to this dream and get as high as I can. Now... <laughs> What's I mean, thinking? yeah, What's and that was like... that, that was last night. So that you you guessing that's to that was to the um, Southampton Echo, I think that one. Hasn't he just... throws a lot of players out as well, though? Like he's yeah. a lot of the foreign players, like that. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Is it the midfielder who signed <laughs> from Man City? Is it Lavia? Yeah, he was in like a Jones out Twitter space the other day. Yeah. So, and it's, I just think it's a bit of a mess there. So, what do you, you know? What do you do? Got to sack him. Yeah. He's got to go, Franksy. Here <laughs> <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, talking about talking about tomorrow. I mean, his, his actual information here. From a Southampton point of view, we've got a pretty strong bill of health. Everyone's a bit more up to speed. Walker Peters and Stuart Armstrong are a lot further along. It's about putting them into games when they're ready. And on, I don't know, Sulemana and Onuachu. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't start them last week because they'd spent more time in a passport office than on the training pitch. That was the logical and right decision to make. Um, <laughs> Again... Do you spend more time in a passport office? It just seems all very odd, doesn't it? Um, yeah. It's really contrived, isn't it, now? So it's just, he's the other end of the delusional scale to Klopp. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to, to think of ideas to try and help him, you know, get his team playing and stuff, whereas you know, the other one's deflectionary. But 
it's tough. It's hard, and 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 you get a lot of it when they're coming. They want they've got to get work permits, and and it's back and forth, back and forth. And now, and it's bureaucracy. It's, it's frustrating if they can't get involved in training, but it's not really an excuse, is it? If they're good no. enough footballers, they've been playing. You know, halfway through a season, yeah. they're fit. They've been playing for their other clubs. He could have used them. It's I mean, uh, bullshit to me. Yeah, and we look, we look at the squad from that started last week against Brentford, and out of them players, would you who would you choose any of them? What to play for us? Well, yeah, you look at that team, and you look Bazunu, mm, Bree, Bednarek, Salisu, Perot, Lavia. They, who is that? Diallo, Ward Prowse, Elianusi, Adams, and Edozi. I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Perot, the left back. He's very, very What's good. everyone's feelings on Ward Prowse? I'm not uh, sure. I, I think up until this season, I thought he was quite an average footballer who could take a set piece, but, you know, it was one of them. Would I take him in Wolves midfield? I don't know. I, you know, I think he's a he's not a bad player, but I'm interested in what everybody else thinks. Um, he might be one of them, a bit like you know, United fans constantly have a go about our oh, Neves isn't good enough because they don't watch him every week. He might be one of them yeah. where you literally need to watch him in the flesh every week to appreciate what he does because he can't just be there for free. I mean, he might be there for free kicks, but you doubt very much that that's all he's got. He does seem. Well, you, you see games just watching him on telly where he see, does dominate occasionally, and when that happens, he looks excellent. But it doesn't happen very often. Um, I just don't know where he is. I don't, and more yeah, than anything I else, that's what I think as well. Well, he never seems to play in a system like where you watch him. You think he stands out there. He's had a couple of different managers now. It's like I don't know. You feel maybe the set pieces are good for him, but also work against him. You know, as in, because all I look at and think set piece merchant. Yeah, and yeah. when he then about Lamina as well. When Lamina, they, they just, I think it was on the athletic one of the athletic podcasts in the week that they were talking about Lamina at Southampton, and he said when he was there, he was like sixth or seventh choice in central midfield when they had well the players who went to Liverpool and wherever else. But Ward Prowse was playing like as an attacking midfielder then. I don't remember that ever being the thing when he's ever played as an attacking midfielder. And he just seems... I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a curiosity. I mean, you look at that, you look at that midfield and all being well that Lamine is fit for tomorrow. And you look at that and you think, well, there's nothing to worry about. Is that you felt? I mean, I don't want to go too too heavy on it because you know it, it, it's invariably towards it will come back and bite us on the ass. But <laughs> yeah, like you say, you've got to look at it and you say who who'd get in our team, and, and really, there's not, not not many there that did it even come close. I think yeah, I think somebody said in the comments, Shay Adams, yeah, Shay Adams, he's probably a good hard worker, probably offer a little bit more than Jimenez in the squad, but that's about it. Mm. There ain't a lot there, and, and that's that. If I was a Southampton fan, I, I would be worried. Yeah, there's there's not much to. I, not much to again, I don't know. I think are they nailed on to go down? Maybe not nailed on. I think Bournemouth are more nailed on, but I, I think they're going to be one of the three, aren't they? They look doomed at the minute. Um, but then we've said that all we said that Everton were doomed, um, yeah. and then Deutsch comes in and he's gonna do his miracle act and they'll be fine. I don't know, and I'm still not sure on that yet. Well, you'll all be proved wrong, won't you? Again, and I'll be proved right, and then we'll all have to you'll all have to bow down to me, and then you'll all have to admit you're wrong. I ain't slagged him off once. I know who has, I've seen this, I've, I've seen the messages. I'll <laughs> do. <laughs> They're all screenshotted. They ain't escaping. I'm say. <laughs> he's got the uh, <laughs> he's, got, he's got the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about getting the tapes, <laughs> well, <laughs> we we ain't got that kind of we ain't that kind of show. Not before nine o'clock anyway. We're on a bit dirty then again, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> There's a well, you know. I, I was going to say a thing about no, fair enough. Um, 
And say Angela Angela White was hospitalized for a for a work-related injury today. <laughs> <laughs> is um is that what's happened to Dan? Who knows? Um who's that? I don't know, you're on a base. Oh cut. <laughs> <laughs> the look of, <laughs> hey we've now gone back to him for the audio listeners he's got a face as guilty as sin right here. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know who she is you'll look up later and you'll know so there we are um it's a different kind of golden black <laughs> oh dear <laughs> well she got her official injury was lockjaw so poor guy um <laughs> onto the uh Composure. This, this is fact. This is fact. Composure. We're, we're, we are, we're, a, we're a new show as well as everything else. Um, Albion's still losing one now, by the way. Lopetegui's press conference. Um, Huang being out for four to five weeks is... Uh, gutting. <laughs> and no, don't you, don't you laugh, good. Josh. No, he had a good game. I thought he'd probably had his best game for a long, long time, and then that happens to him. It's proper unfortunate. Um, but that's the question. With him out, who do you start with? Yeah, I mean, that's the tough question now. Is, is Daniel Pedence, he's, he's obviously top goal scorer at the club this season with Neves, uh, both in the same. And... Adama, okay, yeah, he got a good assist against Liverpool. It's the most effective he's probably looked under Lopetegui, but we all know the levels of consistency just ain't there with him. And it's going to be a different game against Southampton. They're going to sit in, they're going to be more compact. So, I mean, for me, looking at it, the way that Southampton are going to line up against us, Daniel Pedence is going to offer more because he'll be able to play through the lines, play through a deep, deep block. Whereas Adama's not going to be able to run and, and get his close, put his crosses into, well, he'll put it put it over the box, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got away with that the other week on um, on on Sunday. There was a couple where, even during the, the bit of um, O'Lane at the end, where his ball was the one that went over the box and missed everyone and we still kept possession of it. It didn't matter because everyone was so happy. Um, but yeah, you are... That is the thing about him. I mean, it, I did have to kind of compose myself after Sunday, praising him so much. I did kind of have the shivers like, afterwards. I mean, like, it was, but he deserved it. He was excellent when he came on. He didn't mess up or do anything wrong at all. But then he hasn't started. Has he started a game under Lopetegui yet? Off the question. Maybe one, but yeah, that might have been a cup game. He started the two Liverpool games, didn't he? Again, in the cup. Yeah. Um, but he's not started a league game, has he? No, I don't think Unless so. Unless he was City. No, City. Yeah, City. Yeah, right. City, yeah. Yeah. And, well, we got smashed 3-0, so it says no. <laughs> got nothing to do with Harlem being a god, but... And, and us giving him goals. Yeah. Yeah, so, no. I mean... <sighs> The other one, when Bubakar tried already been two weeks away, he said he's a nice step up. And the fact that the fact that he's two weeks away, and then uh, and the young prince Joe Gomez seems to be almost ready. And looking at the video that they put out in the week, would you expect him on the bench tomorrow, Jeff? Because yeah, yeah, I can't one hundred percent. I can't see one. He looks sharp. He looks ready. He looks he looks like that pit bull that that you know we all we all think he is. Uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think he's going to get one of the biggest uh, when he starts his when he starts his first game. He gets flying into that first challenge at Molyneux. It's going to be rapturous. He's going to in love it. So yeah, I think I think he probably could be involved. If it, if it isn't tomorrow, it'll be the the game after it's at Fulham or Bournemouth. But yeah, it'll 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 be involved in the next couple of games. I would have thought. Alex Richard said didn't he today? He expects him to get minutes if it if all goes well. So at least yeah, it makes uh, sense. Yeah, especially to try and ease him in. But it's nice to have options again, isn't it? Like you think, remember before you'd have an injury at wing and you'd think, who are we going to play? Are we going to have to play auxiliary Dendonka there or something like that? And now, and like in midfield, it's like Troy has two weeks, so it's like, that's fine. You know, yeah. there's no, he's not, it's not like he's going to get in the first team anyway. Same with Gomez. Yeah, ease him in. No need to rush him because it's pointless. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you you look at the look at the bench at the week from the weekend, and it's an actual bench and not children. And we had who who got left at the squad then? There was Gomez, um, Ubicar, yeah, um, yeah, and um, obviously Lord and Savior uh, Diego Costa, yeah, yeah, and Neto. Yeah, well, Neto's another one. He seems to be in all the videos this week. That they've been yeah. taught, they've been showing, and when I mean, how long? How long has he been out now? It feels like forever. It feels like he didn't even come back last season. Really, I think it's because of his pants, really. But you know what I mean. Like he felt like he never come back. Like obviously he did after January, and he was he was okay. He's lost that yard of pace, hasn't he? And then he come back this season. He won. I bet he was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think he was just rushed back. I think we were in that situation like back end of last season where we we hadn't got any players. Like you said, the squad wasn't um, no. big enough. And you know we we were always going to catch a cold with that eventually. We you know we, we rolled our luck under Nuno, and then as soon as sort of uh, we swapped yeah, over to large, it just mm. went went to, it went out the out the window. And, and as and, well, you've yeah. got like, this season who's playing under Bruno Lord, which is like a death sentence really for any attacker, isn't it? So, well, he's <laughs> playing playing under Bruno Large, and well, talk about death sentences. I mean, there's a reason why. He's gone. We mention him every week. <laughs> Doctor Doom is gone, and <laughs> talk about being rushed back from injury. I mean, we saw it. We saw the, all the stuff that was mentioned about the uh, Sasha's medical that happened with that. The club never said that that was a lie. Multiple people confirmed it to me, saying that it was true. So, the the state the club was in under that regime, it wouldn't surprise anyone, would it? <laughs> that no. Oh. I mean, it, it's it speaks enough that they've moved, you know, so many people on so quickly following that regime change. Yeah, and and the first thing Lopetegui says, and, and you know, it, it's consistent in interviews, is the fitness isn't good enough, the players aren't fit enough, they aren't mm-hmm. conditioned properly, and that's the one thing that we, you know we we spoke about. Like, I think we spoke probably two or three weeks ago. We said, okay, is this? Um, Defensive change going to keep happening. Uh, and, and when we, we first saw that Lopetegui came in, we saw uh, Toti Gomez going on for like the last sort of 20 minutes of a game. And so we, we said at the time, we said, okay, it'll probably only be a few games. And then once they start, start getting this conditioning and the fitness forward, then we'll, we'll, we'll have a game plan and we won't change it. And that's what we're starting to see now. You know, that we're throwing this last defender on because we, we don't need to because they're fitter, they're, they're more sharper, you know, mentally resilient. When they're starting to look like normal footballers again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's no um, there's no need to make all five changes either, is there? Because they we don't have to change the fullbacks anymore, which is a minor miracle from what we've had for the last year and a <laughs> half. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, here's one in the comments because I don't think we've really talked about it very much from Mike Evans here. What kind of midfield midfielder is Joe Gomez? I saw something. Did he say that thing on his Instagram that he put just before we joined? Where it was like a comparison from his his numbers to Busquets numbers, and it was like identical. So it's like a Busquets type midfielder. He's, he's very tidy. Yeah, he's uh, he's a pit bull with flair. I think he's the best way. You know, a pit bull with with makeup on because I like that. Yeah, he's got the he's got the nutmegs in there. He, he's very press resistant, but he's he's hard as nails. He goes flying into everything. Um, so all you're gonna need to do is just just see him on YouTube, and you can see what he's all about. He's hard as nails, um, but it's what we expect from from a combative Brazilian midfielder. I think They're he's the nicest replacement, isn't he? Like I think he's just... the that was the idea. It's like this is the time to replace Neves. Get one in early, you know. I think. But, you know, when you look at local other teams, you look at, like, Man United with Casemiro, proper DM. You look at Fulham with Polina, proper DM. I think that's making a difference from, you know, having that, a little bit that of good quality. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, that good quality midfielder, that's, it's making the difference in the key moments. Yeah. Look, get, come on, boys, love Orleans on in a minute. Yeah, there was, <laughs> for, a bit, for a bit of context for this little message here, um, 
that Josh apparently threw a bit of a paddy because we went on later than he was promised, and he now has to miss the start of Love Island and to tweet live about it. So, is your phone off? Is your phone off? Are you avoiding spoilers for it? No, I'll just get out in a bit and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair, I, I did start watching this one, and this I've watched the last three. Um, just while vibing with me this time, just couldn't get into it. Okay. I don't know, it's just it's just too funny. It makes me laugh. How it's a, I said before, I don't watch it for the people, I watch it to, to say the other half lives. It makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, that well, <laughs> that's, uh... that's some weird therapy, Josh. But fair <laughs> you know, if that, that's why I look at it, it makes me feel better about myself, like you know. Yeah, there's, there's definitely. I mean, that's kind of like where you, where you watch The Apprentice. I mean, you mean like last night when you got the, who in their right mind thinks it's okay to give people three glasses of water when you take them to a team building operation in the desert, and, and then tell them that that's all they're having? It's just, just wonderful nonsense. Um, right, actually, back to the game. Where, what do you expect the starting lineup to be the same? Josh, in the same system, or with where we had specifically Matthias closing down and ruining Trent's whole day, that was obviously almost sacrificed in that way. What would you expect going into this one? Because obviously we've, we've talked about how bad Southampton are, how much of a lunatic the manager is, how much the fans all hate each other and hate him. Do we go there and, and take... <laughs> well, you already have to... They were booing him and wanting him out last week. The away fans yeah. of Brentford? He's only been there since October. <laughs> Have you seen him on Twitter in that, like, I don't oh, know, that was amazing. That was in out yeah. thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, any, any official club correspondence and they're putting Jones out on mass. Everything. I don't know. I look at them. Surely you've got to take the game to them, go one little 10 minutes, fans turn. You know, I think that's why you don't give them the chance to come into the game, do you? You know, build up a bit of momentum and let the fans get on the side. You go for the throat. You know, you if we could have another Liverpool, I mean, it's unlikely, but two goals in 12 minutes. Could you imagine it? I mean, St Mary's is old Liverpool anyway, but there'd be like no people there. You know, so you just got to get, you know, get an early goal and don't give them the chance because momentum's a big thing in football. We saw it last week. You know, give them the chance to... Because at the end of the day, as much as I hate the manager, if they go one nil up they'll be singing and they'll be getting beyond the players and the players will be thinking, okay, we're up for this now. So we need to try and quash any lingering hope that they've got and go, you know, get that early goal and let's go one nil up. And then it'll be an easy 90 minutes then and we'll two nil second half, you know, we'll score a goal late in the second half and it'll be an easy win. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. you just, just go at them, just go at them. No remorse. Um, <laughs> but that, that is an, a, a very valid point from Christopher Roberts in, Rogers in the comments. Who do you go for tomorrow, Jafar? Because Aitnuri came in and did fine. There was no issue with him, but Bueno has played out of his skin. And a, a 7 out of 10 as a young kid can give. So what do you do with that? Away especially, but against a terrible team? I think it's probably down to what you said about how we utilise Matthias Nunes. Um, I think... I knew he came in and was utilised be because he offers a bit more of a attacking threat than Bueno. I know Bueno is good going forward, but he he can be utilised as an attacking threat. And uh, Matthias Cunha, Matthias Nunes can cover a lot a lot better on the left hand side than say Pedence or or uh, you know Huang if he was over there. So if they, I think he probably will be Bueno tomorrow because I think he'll probably go a little bit more for that early kill again. And I think if they have Pedence. Um, up front, he won't play in a two. I think it'll, it'll be a three up top. So, it, you know, uh, it's going to be probably bueno for me for that. Uh, like you say, I know he did well against Liverpool. Couldn't, didn't put a foot wrong. Atoned for going off tired in that in the, the game when Hoover came on. <laughs> um, so he's, he's atoned for his sins. But, yeah, no, for me personally, bueno, probably. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I mean... I presume Dan's put this in. Out near instead of Wang. Playing on the left-hand side. Maybe move uh, Saravia across instead of playing Pudence or Dharma. Mm. I would like the oh. idea of 
like two left footers on the wings. You know, I'd rather one right footer. I think you've got to start a Dharma. You can't play that well and then drop him, in my opinion. But he's also a Dharma, so that's no, but... I'll, I'll, I'll gladly watch him play well. And if he if he just comes in and, and does well, I'll, I'll hold my hands up and say, Yeah, well done. But I do tend to agree, actually. You know, I'm not the biggest Dharma fan, but I've got to say, I think he's impressed with Lopetegui. I think we've almost seen a different player to what's been playing before. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to describe. But I just feel like he's brought him, he's brought out another side to him. It's definitely confidence. works a bit more. Doesn't, I think there's definitely confidence come out. Mm. I think his main problem is his lack of flexibility. And I think. You look at um, Sarabia and um, Pedence. If they play as a pair, they, they they're quite good because they can because they can play inverted or they can play on their strong side. It just gives us a little bit more sort of flexibility against the side who's going to like sit in and, and try and defend the game because there's no way they're going to like come for us and, and try and try and attack us even at home. You know that they're they're in such a poor run of form and such a poor state. You know, they're going to probably, you know, I had to put that cliche in a plane for a draw, but that's probably what they will be doing. They'll probably be playing for a point. Um, and I think we need ultimate sort of flexibility as possible. So, I know, yeah, he's a good, good player as, as an option, but I think once again, he, he hasn't got that flexibility that Pedence and the Sarabia partnership would yeah, have. Yeah, this is a good comment. How did Sarabia play last week? I feel like I saw him touch the ball for the goal. And then I don't think I felt like I never saw him again. I thought he, he was just tidy. Yeah. yeah, I thought he, he did very much what he was asked to do and didn't mess it up. Um, like he was he was getting into yeah, I mean he was getting into he was getting into into pockets doing his job and then just just moving around not losing the ball like Pedence does. I think <laughs> I think there's a, there's a comment here again from from Christopher Rogers. Here. Why do you guys think Pedence hasn't been in the lineup recently from the start? Been great under J Lo, J Lop people, please. Um, since he's coming, <laughs> and other than his stupid Megan Rapino hair, which is obviously an excuse enough to be dropped, he, he does <laughs> seem. <laughs> you love it, really. I don't deny it. No, you'll come around to it. You'll come around to it. If it wasn't associated with her, then I, I might accept it. But there's there's very few people I hate more on this planet than that woman. Um, but that's by the by. I think Pedence. Yeah. It was a just, closed injury when it Liverpool. Yeah. We get that. I, I think when you you look at their when we go back to their defence again, um, last time out, Bednarek and Sally Sue. It's not the fastest, is it? Um, it's tall and physical, but are they, are they that mobile, really? Um, I mean, you it's know nice more about options. Yeah, it's just nice to like think Pedence has been quite good and Lopetegui. He's not playing. You know, he's not starting every game. It's just nice to have options and like you look and go, like with Sarabi and stuff like that. I couldn't think of another Wolves player. Or like a winger that would pick out the pass that he did for the first goal. You know, mm. it's just nice to have these little options and things like that. There, you know, we've got choice. It doesn't just feel like, well, Adama's got to play this game, Huang's got to play this game because we've got no options. You know, it's I mean, it's quite it's in you can kind of see why Lopetegui had Srabu as number one target, can't you really? Maybe mm. after Cunha. But it's interesting, it's you can kind of see why, if that's what he's gonna bring to more to the team. Yeah, I think mm. I think it's them two plus one more. I don't think he's going to draw Cunha and Sarabia. I think are nailed on starters for me. Um, mm. It's just interesting who the who the. I mean, we also got the what happens if he's everywhere. Mariela mean that he's not everywhere and he's not there tomorrow. What suddenly do we? I know Martino had his little cameo for 20, 10, 15 minutes, but he was good because that's all it was. Yeah, and do you start him and then bring him off and bring Hodge on maybe later on when the game's run? It's without Buba Traore or um, Xiao Gomez, um, completely fit. That's it's a bit of a even though we, we talked earlier about how much depth we've got, 
it's a bit of a conundrum about how well he played that now he's a bit doubtful for tomorrow. And like in that in the press conference, he said it, they'll they'll know in the morning. So I think that's more of a, a question for me than anyone else. Because everything, everything, everyone thinks else is a bit of a much of a muchness apart from him because he was so excellent. Yeah, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He's so yeah. good. That was one of the best local Molyneux debuts I think we've seen for a while. Oh, easy. Yeah, it, 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 it's just that that's the attitude and application that you see from you know a footballer to come in and, and it's about being yeah sensible and neat and tidy. But it's just the fact that it's just effort. And we, that's the one thing that we always ask as, as football fans, and especially yeah. down at Wolves and, and that sort of like level that we are, is that we always expect and want players to give 100%. And I think the players who've come in, you've seen it, Craig Dawson absolutely put everything on the line against Liverpool. And then, well, as everyone is now stealing that tweet that, that went out originally, that about so much of the world's covered by Mario Lamina uh, water, and then Mario Lamina covers the rest. <laughs> um, that was a great treat. That was <laughs> it was a banger. So yeah, between them, per you know, it's great. Uh, it's great to see effort go with that sort of ability that we know that your players have got. I don't just going back to the game. I feel like we keep going back to the football. I got to give props to Kilman. I wasn't too sure on him being the star straight of Collins, and like I don't feel like Wolves Twitter's give him enough points this week you know obviously he's got to do it tomorrow but I think he's been he was fantastic you know I think he was who scored team of the week you know he was, he was absolutely brilliant he did apart from getting done by the long ball for that Nunes chance he, he did not put a foot wrong did he he was fantastic like I say I thought Colin should get dropped for uh Colin should play rather than Kilman and like I say Kilman I thought was just excellent yeah I think there was one thing on the on Collins as well. How he seemed to be absolutely like people wanted his wanted his blood and he hung drawn and quarters for any kind of semi mistake that he made. If he'd made that mistake that Dawson made, just the one the one thing that he did wrong, where he he, he lost possession and he got the shot away, um, that was saved anyway. Would Collins been crucified for that? Because I know, I know Dawson scored, and it was the only thing he did wrong in the whole game. And obviously, he hadn't played for a few weeks, but he could have led to a goal. And no, no one seems to have talked about it because how excellent he was. Otherwise, it's individuals, isn't it? Individuals with agendas up against footballers, and it's Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club. Let's not forget that we've always got fucking scapegoats. There's certain reaches of our fan base and and through social media who just. Are incessant on talking shit, <laughs> and and there are the people who, who disappear and reappear under different aliases, and you know it's a small percentage of people who just want to talk bullshit against people that you know they, they obviously don't like. So I, I Still, whatever talking to people reappearing that have you seen that account too? Keeps having us to get in. Your man, he was like yesterday. He was like uh, West Ham going to stay because I got a sixty thousand stadium. I was like, Chief, what are you I saying, mean- mate? Yeah, yeah, you you got to have pretty large um, bollocks to kind of say things like that, haven't you, Graham? (laughs) Go life. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting. I was waiting. If it is him, the bloke's a lunatic. He was on here. He was strange, man. But whoever you are, you're not going to listen to this anyway. Stop it. Stop. Just (laughs) I think the best thing to do. The best thing to do. I haven't done it for a while. Um, But just don't. Just don't talk to him. Just don't interact with him. We'll put him up here so people know who he it's is. It's funny seeing it, though. It's just hilarious to see it, though. Like, yeah. But the best thing to do is look on Marxy Wolves. Look on Twitter. That's what his name is. If, you, if you're curious. Just look how, how stupid he is. It's clearly a troll of some kind. Just don't talk to him. Just don't reply. Just look at it and laugh. The more, the more you feed the bear, the hungry it gets. And Cocaine Bear is out in two weeks' time. And that is a good film to <laughs> everyone needs to go and see. That's the only bear we need to be feeding. Not this lunatic, because he's tapped in the head. There's something wrong with him. So let's just all ignore him and just get on with our lives. Um, so <laughs> on that, score prediction, Josh. How many is it going to be? 2-0. Wolves. Ooh. Just the confidence. It's just what, what a difference a week makes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, we'll give it to half time tomorrow when we've played pants and it blog. I'll take a point there. <laughs> <laughs> point on the road, that'll do. 
Defoe. 3-1. Roger Moore scored six goals in two games. I'm getting excited just thinking about it. What's the desk down, rise? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> We'll just go like one 0 then inside the first ten and just like lose two and be like, oh yeah, back then to earth. <laughs> <laughs> Reality check. <laughs> this this is the Premier League. It was the place where the ghost of Realm Hearness made a, a, an appearance, looking like his old self. I might that have season. it tomorrow as well. And I might have him miss the score. Yeah, it's one of them eh, where he can't. Up until it comes to shooting, I didn't think it was as bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> what again? What is he doing, keeper? He's, he's keepers come for for a court from across from the corner. He's got absolutely nowhere near it. He's headed straight in. There he's. I, I love going on Wolves Twitter when Baggy's can see it's just like bong. All you bong, see is bong, 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 bong everywhere. Bong. And it's like it's just oh now they've gone one nil down, all the losing or something like that. <laughs> I mean, more importantly, what's me my pajama doing? That's the uh, that's what you really want to know, isn't it? Well. I'm uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I want to say three nil tomorrow. I, I just think they're so awful that we've we did we beat Liverpool three without really pulling it on when we should have done in that first half. We actually created chances, which we've caught, we've talked, we've moaned about for the best part of a year <laughs> that we don't yeah. create chances to miss. And there were chances that were missed, main one the, by Raul, one by Matthias as well. And that was against, admittedly, mid-table Liverpool at this point. But it's still Liverpool. And if we're creating chances against them, then there's no excuse not to be doing it against the shit that is Southampton. Just, it just... Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't see anything other than the battering tomorrow. And it, it doesn't have to be, like, five or six and with, with 70% possession. It just needs to be a, like a com- even a comfortable 2-0 win. Yeah. Where we ne- where we never in danger of conceding. I, I just I can't see anything other than that happening, to be honest. Um I think we should well for the for the live viewers, we'll be back in seven seconds after this little ad interlude. And then we'll we'll come back and talk well talk about the, the rest of the games in the Premier League this weekend, because there, there is a few interesting ones. I mean Leeds Man United again, <laughs> space of four days. Um yeah. and a quite devious quiz from Dan, which I got 10% right without checking the answers, so I'm scared, I'm terrified, I'm not going to lie yeah, it, it, just don't well, be worried do? don't what be worried it's, a, it's okay, there's a, there's a little there's a little game to play, It does. It, there's no prize available, you can play at home oh, just just, um, a lo- just a loss of pride every time yeah. it, it's only just, <laughs> well, just the bottom of the barrel anyway, so don't worry about it yeah, it's just <laughs> a little five minute game, don't worry about it so we'll, we'll be back in six seconds and it was six seconds so um rest of the premier league this weekend we'll put the uh put the game week up there you've got the early game west ham chelsea then on bt and then you've got arsenal brentford the motorway derby rivalry nonsense that is palace brighton which is three o'clock kick off that i i, I presume that was so so evilly contested that that'd be uh 12 o'clock on a sunday but anyhow <laughs> fulham forest leicester spurs and bournemouth newcastle rounding out saturday what's your pick of them games Jeffo? um i mean it's, it's going to be obviously arsenal city um it's, we're going to see if Arsenal are the real, real deal. You know, City might not be in great form, but we, we this is going to be the one where it says, okay, are they going to pull through and further three points away? I mean, probably, yeah, I probably think they'll, they'll win the game, but it's it's, it's intriguing. Um, and the other one I'd probably pick is the Merseyside derby. <laughs> oh, are they going to, yeah, are we going to get an Everton style? Atmosphere at Anfield when they get smashed by their close rivals, maybe. I know I'd enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, but basically, you just ignored Saturday's fixtures and gone straight to Wednesday next week, which I, which I hadn't even mentioned. But yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> I just look at it, look at them. They're just screaming at me. 
Yeah, so and it's so Sunday you've got Leeds, Man United, Man City, Villa. Monday you got the the Merseyside derby, and then Wednesday night on on Prime Video, um, Arsenal, Man City. Yeah, it's. I think they're, they're probably going to get the biggest viewership of all time for that game. Because <laughs> what is that's it? Fo- an absolute doozy, don't they? For that, because that's yeah. been, that was rearranged for like the Queen's death, wasn't it? Something because Arsenal to play the European game, but that will be an absolute like. I think everyone will be watching that. Yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. I mean, you look at that. I mean, Brentford have been Arsenal's bogey side, but can you see them getting anything tomorrow? It's I mean, the, the, all of out of nowhere, the Emirates seems to be nice and, and inti- <laughs> yeah, and, and loud and intimidating. And whenever they've got the the little boys in black behind the goal and their little flags, um, pretending to be Polish and whatever, but it seems to work for them. And I've been to that place. I mean, I went to as a neutral in when they played Mourinho's Porto years and years ago, and it was silent then. And that was when the place was new. <laughs> and every time I've been since with Wolves, and it's just been silent. And even when they've inevitably scored against us, like they're scoring, ah, that's it. <laughs> there's like, there's, there was, I know it's against Wolves, and it's like us <laughs> scoring against like Barnsley or whatever in the Championship for years. But still, it, it always seems to be one of them places where there was no atmosphere, and now all of a sudden, now they're good. They're amazing. Oh. It was frustrating last season. I went last season, obviously. Went 1-0 off, absolute silence, and then they scored them two late on, and it was just... Like, you look back, and I think that was the kickstart for Arsenal, wasn't it? I know they had a poor end of season, but that, that was like a big moment for him, and that kind of kick-started, I think, where they are now. And in the same way, kind of... Kick started out of decline as well, especially the second game. Yeah, it was about a year ago now. To, we played them. I remember Molyneux was really frustrating, wasn't it? Because we just weren't good. But yeah, it was like, it was like that every game. <laughs> just, just so terrible. I feel like Bruno Lodge has just taken loads of like indirects tonight. It's just like poor. Guy. It, it it doesn't even need to be indirects. We can look directly at the camper and, and tell the guy that he's sitting. He's everything you can imagine. Going <laughs> up the end. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you look yeah. at that for you look at the relegation fight though, which we're not in anymore, by the way. Yeah. Um, West Ham, Chelsea, I and mean, that Chelsea are a, well, what even are they anymore? They're a complete basket case with players all over the place, like Forest were early in the season. Fulham Forest again. Can you really? Would that surprise anyone if that's a draw? That's got to be real life, hasn't it? Like one yeah. one draw. And then you have the, the Eddie Howe derby rounding out tomorrow with Bournemouth against Newcastle, which is it the first time he's ever gone back there? It, I'm I'm guessing it has to be. Oh could have been when he when he was at Burnley, he might have done. Burnley. But when he went but yeah. But that's about probably the only time. But yeah, yeah I mean that could be a tasty game. I mean, you got to look at it. Newcastle, although they're, they're doing really well, they're in a great position in the league. Their goals have just started to dry up. Yeah. Started um, to falter a little bit, aren't they? Yeah. And I think Almiron, whatever, 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 he might have been on at the start of the season to get him going. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm only joking. That's no, no serious in that. But he, he, he's, his form's returned to normality. Everything's sort of dropping to normality. I mean, Callum he just blew up in the armor. Like some of the goals he was scoring, like his yeah. XG and stuff, it was just like massively outperforming. But I don't know, I think like they're just good defensively, aren't they? They just don't look like conceding more than one or two a game. And I think that's a big thing. They only need one to win, you know, or one to draw. We still get yeah, up points. The fact that they don't concede anything hardly ever is, yeah, <laughs> it's just annoying more than anything else. Just because it, it, again, it's just him. Oh, since when was Craig Garner Birmingham's technical director? That's going to blow my mind a bit. <laughs> so a bit of a tangent there. Come on. Yeah, just coming up on the screen. Surprised Gary's not sitting next to him. <laughs> you see, there was there was another one where um, who, Kenny Miller was assistant manager somewhere. Huddersfield. Yeah, oh, I didn't I know like, anything. What? Yeah, where's that come from? I bet he had the same hairstyle as well. But he's he's like, he's a, goals. 
he was still playing until he was like 39, 40, or something like that. A couple of he years probably ago. still saw goals in the championship if you give him the chance. <laughs> I say this like he was my hero. Like, I think I was about what was like one year old when he scored against, <laughs> but he scored against no. Man United, like, like he's my heroes. <laughs> oh. I feel so old. Well, yeah, yeah when you look at Sandri, that... I'll show it somewhere in my room. I should get it framed, probably. So I'm all the players, I should get it. It's like that. It's just before my era. <laughs> yeah, but you, you think when that actually was though, and it's like twenty years this year, twenty year anniversary from the playoff final. When he was, when he was, Josh was literally shitting himself, and it was legitimately okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I still do. As <laughs> I was expected then, though. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still do. People, people didn't frown at you for wearing nappies then. <laughs> If that's what you want to do now, then, then more power to you. Um, right. <laughs> We've got Dan's... Oh, I mean, he, do, he does these things. And well, he put it in the group chat earlier saying, who's hosting? And here we are. Oh, thankfully, I don't have to do this one. And I expected something crazy. But then he, sent, he sends this over. And you both have your hands where I can see them. Yes, no phones. We played Southampton away in the League Cup of whatever name it was then, um, in the glorious Nuno year, wearing that amazing sky blue money shop shirt. You know what I'm going to say? Oh, How no. many can you name? From either side? From either side? Oh, my God. From either side. Say. We'll have... Uh, th- yeah, let's not make sudden death. We'll have three, uh, three lives each. So, 23rd of August 2017, this game was Tuesday night. It was re- strangely warm as well, I remember, because I was there um, in the corner the as well. Yeah, it was really, it was really nice night as well. Yeah. 2-0 win for Wolves. Uh, I think it's only fair, Jafal goes first. Oh. Any any player either, either who started the game or was on the bench, I'll have either. For either from either side. From either side, yes. Uh, Elianusi. Elianusi. This was in 2017. Remember? I'm sure, he was there then. Surely. Uh, if he was there, he uh, did not feature. <laughs> there you go. I knew it was, I knew it was going to be a bad one. Uh, oof. I'll have, I think he scored the second goal, didn't he? Donovan Wilson. Correct. Yes, he did. Um, one of his, it might have been his only ever senior Wolves goal as well. That I'm off the yeah, top of my head. Um, the girl of the, the anticipation on the face. Scared of fear. It's fear more than anything. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's when you just go completely blank and then you yeah. look at it and you think, I mean, there's some players on here that I'm, I'm absolutely amazed. Um, under new uh Courtney Hawes. Courtney Hawes. Do you first say it's Courtney yeah. Hawes? Another 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 X on the screen. Which is a very much an X. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I was I was going to do the family fortunes thing then, but I thought oh, yeah. I, I I I already knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> So, two two logs lost already. Yeah. On to you, Josh. Uh, I'll take the other goal scorer, Danny Bath. Danny Bath did start and score. Very good. Two now. Third I, life, I, you fail. I mean, I'm, I'm putting the squad up on the screen, and like like it makes any difference at all. Both teams. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! Um... Twenty-two players on the pitch. Fourteen on the fourteen on the bench. Yeah, yeah I still won't get one. Uh, <laughs> my brain is just all I'm focusing on is Southampton for some reason. My brain cannot focus on more players. Uh, fucking, hell. Uh, I don't know, Doherty. Matt Doherty. Ah, oh, it's, it's it's done. It's over. It's over. Did, did Matt Doherty play in the cup? Uh. No, no, you didn't. there you go. It's all over. <laughs> I told you. Clean sweep. 
Just yeah. for shits and giggles. Third, third one. Go on, Josh. Any more? For any more? Right. The ones I can think of. Jordan Graham. Jordan Graham, yes. Connor Ronan. Connor Ronan was on the bench. He came on. Yeah. Dicko. No, Dicko, yes. Uh... I should have hosted. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> um... Embarrassing. I mean, the, the South, you considering you're focusing on Southampton, this is appallingly shit. Considering we were talking earlier about how how well they played uh, with a certain set of players at, at a certain period. That's a, that's about all I can think of. Uh, Jack Price. If Van Dyke's in that fucking team, I'm gonna fucking punch myself. Jack Price. Uh, yeah, played, started. Uh, so it would have been this. This might be a bullshit. Did Deslandes play? Sylvain Deslande did start. Was that a centre back or full back? Um, I think he was full back. Oh, uh, no, no, he wasn't. Who played full back was odd. <laughs> Uh, trying to think. Uh, did Ben Marshall play? Ben Marshall started. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just the part-time players in that championship winning season. Uh, that's about all I can think of. Who's in goal? Okay, Jafel, you giving giving up the game? You you not playing what? anymore? What's up? What? Do you want me? Do you want me to join in? Until he's at the press. Uh, no, I haven't thrown my toes at the wrong. I'm going to focus on Southampton players. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, Benrick. Yes. Okay, we got Started. one. There we go. We're done. James Walker. <laughs> there we go. I'm done. See you later. <laughs> so, okay. Since since it, let him let him stew over there and think of Southampton players for Wolves that day. Will Norris. Oh, Danny Bertin. Danny Bath. Ryan Bennett, who I'm, I'm pretty sure played right back. Oh. I, I think I'm not 100%. I can't remember. I thought Graham would have played at right back. Or could yeah, within that kind of. I know he he played because Bennett played right back at. He played at Bristol, wasn't it? When all the sendings off happened. Um, but anyway, Bennett, Desland, Vinagra, oh. Ben Marshall, Dangerous Dave Edwards. Jordan Graham, Jack Price, Ivan Cavallero, and Nuidico. On the bench were <laughs> Harry Burgoyne, friend of the show, Connor Johnson, no idea, uh, Pedro Goncalves, Connor Ronan, Dan Armstrong, Donovan Wilson, who came on, and Michael Zorro, who got booked. Did we just spawn random youngsters for that game? Yeah, I don't remember them two at all. Dan Armstrong, no clue. Connor Johnson, Donovan Wilson. Look, he's, I swear that was it was just some random kid at the academy and scored like a scrappy goal. Yeah, see, he was right in front of us, was he? I mean, he came over yeah. and both goals was... right in front. Yeah, of... yeah, because it was second half. So, yeah. So for Southampton, <laughs> I mean, this team looks amazing just on paper. Fraser Forster, Jan Bednarek, Jack Stevens, Maya Yoshida, Sam McQueen, um, Jeremy Pied, I think that's what you say, James Ward Prowse, Safan Buffal, Oriol Romeo, <laughs> Dusan Tajic, and Charlie Austin. Charlie Austin. And we beat them <laughs> with that team. <laughs> How did um, we beat them? We played well as well, remember? We, we, when we battered them, and they, like, I think they got booed off that night as well. Who was the manager? Oh, Would it be... Pellegrini? Or Pua? Oh, probably Pellegrini, wouldn't it? Yeah. Might have been. If I get that right, then that's, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their bench was Alex McCarthy... Cedric Suarez, Ryan Bertrand, Stephen Davis, Nathan Redmond, um, Manolo Gabbiadini, and Shane Long. <laughs> so, 
we managed to batter that team and we were comfortable winners. And I remember there you go. That was the um that was that that game where there was a video of um Wolves fans in on in the Southampton fan TV afterwards saying, Oh, we're going up and all this stuff straight after the game. Obviously <laughs> transpired that that's, that would be the case. So it's I mean that's a failure to fail. I mean that's just, there's no other Told you, I told you I'd fail. It's fine. I've accepted it. I've accepted my my uh, my memory is the worst. I mean, we have got confirmation there from Martin W. Bennett played right back. Thought he did. So look, I thought it was going to be one of these. It was before when I was born. I was going to be like, great. <laughs> no, well, I think I think he was fair. Um, that. <laughs> Thank, thanks, man. Appreciate that, mate. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> go to bed. Yeah, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> we're all not, we've got 20 minutes of the Alvin going to laugh at and yeah Pellegrino has been talked about in the chat as well um, so yeah so uh, on the whole not a bad episode boys I know you've got Love Island to go and watch first Josh but 3-0 just a, an outlier since we've got Bournemouth and um, Fulham after tomorrow's win how many points are we going to end up at the end of March with by March, sorry. Three tomorrow, three against Bournemouth, points against Fulham. Excellent. I think that, that's where I'm going for as well. Do you feel? Uh, fuck it, I'll get nine. I've, I've already <laughs> <been> that. <laughs> That's what we're, I was going to go for. No. <laughs> no, let me that's tell that out. That's the spirit. That's, that's the only Anusi spirit. That's the only Anusi spirit, that is, man. <laughs> excellent so that's us for another week we'll be I think we're back on Sunday I presume so, Sunday or Monday there we are you know where to find us we'll be, we'll, you'll get you'll get pinged anyway when we go live as as you usually do if you've got that feature active so for tonight it's goodbye from Josh evening <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from a wounded Jafo good evening <laughs> goodbye for me I try everyone <laughs> who would be a wolf fan eh <laughs> <laughs>